breaking news. It's time to queer up the news. Watch as we bring you these and other stories from the LGBTQ headlines. 43% of LGBTQ have experienced workplace discrimination, new survey shows. And world's largest LGBTQ employer has massive COVID-19 layoff. Are gay days over? Trump bullies, Biden holds firm in Slapfest presidential debate, and then America crashes from debate. So let's look at social media hilarious reactions. Tonight on It's Happening Out, America's most popular live LGBTQ television show, we will have a lively discussion of the fun topics of the week. And Thursday night at 8 p.m., the largest collection of LGBTQ personalities in America will discuss the hot topics of this week. Anything happening? Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> Good evening, America. It is 7 p.m. Wednesday, September 30th, 2020, and it is time to queer up the news. We are literally out of the closet and into the headlines. So many of your stories we're going to tell this evening on Queer News Tonight. Tonight on the world's first live daily queer evening news show. Tonight's news about the gay community and the news from an LGBTQ perspective. Are our gay stories important to you? In headlines, politics, entertainment, gay culture, travel, religion, and more. Reported by respected anchors. Out of the closet and into the headlines on Q News Tonight. Well, thank you for joining Queer News Tonight. We are live as this is an unedited LGBTQ evening news show. So anything can happen. And with Josie and David and Al, likely it can. Oh, uh, this evening, we bring you the news of and a perspective from the LGBTQ community. I'm your anchor, Al Ferguson. And these are my co-anchors, Chef Josie and David Hopkins. So let's queer up the news. Tonight, we bring you the queer headlines. These are the LGBT community in America, and it reflects diversity. The LGBTQ community around the world is vast, and so we are going to bring you the bullet points of queer news for today, Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. We begin by queering up vote 2020 and reporting that Trump bullies, Biden holds firm in a slap fest presidential debate. Watch this. I beat Bernie Sanders. Not by I'm, much. I, I beat him a whole hell of a lot. I'm, here, I'm here standing facing Boca you all, Hunters would have left well, two days I'd early. Say, you would have lost every primary all he knows how to on do Super is hurt. Tuesday. You got Look, very lucky. Here's the deal. I got very lucky. I'm going to get very lucky tonight as well. And tonight I'm going to make what? sure because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just agree. want to make sure. Joe, you're the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, I, not I, first in your I, class. I, <laughs> I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd you know, surprised. You, you pick You'd be surprised. the Go wrong ahead, guy, oh, the wrong oh, night oh. at the wrong time. Listen. Wow. <laughs> President Trump sought to bully Joe Biden in a slap fest of a presidential debate Tuesday night, although the Democratic nominee held firm and repudiated his opponent, uh, 
uh, for stoking racism and his failures in addressing the coronavirus-19 pandemic. Throughout the night, Trump talked over Biden in the time allocated for his responses, accusing the former vice president of failing to accomplish anything in his 47 years of public service and raising questions about his son Hunter Biden's financial ties to both Russia and China. Biden, having enough of Trump, at times referred to him as a clown and denounced him for stoking racism. According to Biden, quote, this is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist, hatred, racist division, end quote. Even Chris Wallace of Fox News, who was moderating the debate, said Trump was breaking debate rules more than Biden by speaking over his opponent, pleading for both to uphold the deal their campaigns reached. Polls today, regardless of your political affiliation, reflected that the overwhelming majority of Americans disapproved of the debate. NBC's Savannah Guthrie and Lester Holt were shocked when they returned live after the debate. Guthrie expressed in a shaken voice what just happened. Yeah, um, as I mentioned at the rundown, social media has gone crazy at this. My favorite being Mark Hamill, who said it was the worst disaster ever to be on TV, and he should know because he was in the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty terrible. Uh, but the reality of it is, last night was embarrassing for our country. And, and when you think about a presidential debate, we already knew that Donald Trump has nothing about him screams presidential and you know what i'm proud of uh joe biden for not going too low and um but it's time for the democrats to you know get out of this oh when they go low we we go high you know you got to come to the middle at least uh the most uh, one of the most humiliating moments of the debate was this morning i watched nikkei television in japan and they showed how they were translating from English into Japanese and how difficult they were have, uh, how difficult it was to translate the debate oh of the talkovers and the insults and what the Japanese public was saying about it. Probably about 190 countries around the world had the same reactions to the United States of America overnight. Next, let's queer up entertainment. Weakest Link's Jane Lynch explains why gays love game shows. Watch this. What, especially like Match Game and Hollywood Squares? Mm -hmm. I mean, all of the gay in the closet actors were on those shows. You had Charles Nelson Riley and Paul Lind and, um, and then their, their, their fag hags, uh, Brett Summers and Joanne Worley. Uh, you know, it was a, 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 like a, a, a plethora of fun loving people who were comedic and um but not necessarily the big stars the lesbian host of weakest link credited four runners like ellen degeneres katie lang and melissa etheridge for paving the way for her own success as an out entertainer allowing for example her to helm the nbc revival of the beloved 2000 game show in which contestants go through rounds of trivia questions and vote out the team member who is the weakest link lynch said quote i've never felt like the weakest link in hollywood and nor did i feel that way in theater either you know we're just teeming with gays when you're in different artistic communities i think the lack of black and white and sexuality is an accepted thing and embraced aspect as well of course lynch is well versed in hollywood history 
and how it has closeted many performers before her, including in the game show world, where figures like Hollywood Square's Paul Lynn and Match Game's Charles Nelson Riley could be flamboyant, but never out due to the macho studio system. Even though Lynn never came out and Riley didn't do so until late in his career, their obvious queerness made them a big draw to audiences, said Lynch, who's, who named the plethora of fun-loving people who were comedic as among the reasons gay folks loved and continue to love the genre of game shows. The quote, celebrity aspect and rapid-fire questioning that require a quick wit are also part of their queer appeal. I, I I have not watched yet. It debuted yesterday, uh, before the debate, actually. Uh, I'm very scared tonight to uh, play this game with David and <laughs> Josie because I'm quite sure uh, they would both claim I'm the weakest link. <laughs> My favorite gay celebrity from a game show was always Bruce Valanche when he was on Hollywood Squares. He was absolutely ridiculous, and it was great. Yeah, you know, it, there's a local bar here in uh, in Wilton Manors that we love to go to, Gym Bar, and they love, you have to just go there and watch the game shows in the middle of the afternoon, and that is a lot of fun, and there's, uh, you know, so come and join me, Al and David, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be gay and watch game shows yeah. and do it all. <laughs> gay and game shows, they seem to go hand in hand. Next, we queer up the USA in reporting. Are you ready for this? Eric Trump seems to say he's a member of the LGBTQ community. Watch this. Ainsley, that person's there. I'm telling you, I see it every day. The LGBT community, they are incredible. And you should see how they've come out in, in full force for my father every single day. I'm part of that community and we love the man. And thank you for protecting our neighborhoods and thank you for, for protecting our cities. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hmm. Just hours after Eric Trump appeared on Fox and Friends and let loose a few poorly constructed phrases, social media went ablaze with many saying that Eric Trump had just come out as queer. Here is how he clarified his message to the New York Post a couple of hours later, stating, quote, to clarify, many of our close friends are part of the LGBTQ community, which was the intent of my statement. The left has taken that vote for granted for a long time and support from the gay community for my father is incredible. As to me personally, as I think you already know, I am a happily married man to my wife, Laura. The 36-year-old also denied being a bisexual. <laughs> Next, let's queer up gay culture. Pablo Vitar and Gloria Groove make history as first drag queens to cover Vogue. Pablo Vitar and Gloria Groove have just made history as the first drag queens to cover an edition of Vogue. The Brazilian drag superstars are the cover girls for the next issue, Vogue Brazil, both photographed by Hick Duarte. Pablo boasts the largest social media following of any drag queen in the world and has received over 1 billion views on YouTube for her music. Gloria is an accomplished singer-songwriter and will be the host of Netflix's upcoming drag reality show, A Queen is Born. The series, which is expected to premiere in November, will follow the entertainer as she transforms baby drag queens into professionals. Next week, Queer Up Health presidential election affecting LGBTQ mental health. 
perhaps the most important results of the presidential debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden have nothing to do with policy or civility, or America, or our democracy. It's what the LGBT community felt last night, and especially in the last 24 hours. Facebook reports today an enormous increase of posts and comments that reflect mental health issues. It seems so many queer people were expressing the same root issue. This process is harming our mental health. Queer News Tonight Al, uh, anchor Al Ferguson expressed last night in social media fear, anxiety, and the need for a tall glass of wine in preparation for the debate. Let's face it, he probably drank the bottle. With the activity on social media today, your anxiety is real, not to be ignored, to be discussed, and to be reminded there are many mental health alternatives to explore. Then vote on November 3rd. I think it's funny that you think it was one bottle. <laughs> uh, next, we queer up the USA. White supremacists, straight men's proud boys stand by, uh, scares the hell out of the LGBTQ community. Throughout President Trump's term, the phrase racist has been used frequently on how this old white male reacts to minority issues in America. From his quote, there are good people on both sides, to his response to police and Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ America's worst fears were confirmed at the presidential debate. In a heated exchange with Fox News anchor Chris Wallace, Trump was asked about his rejection of the white supremacist group Proud Boys. When asked to reject them, he would only say, stand back and stand by. In proof that America's white supremacist and racist organizations took note, by midnight, Proud Boys had modified their logo in a meme to add the words, stand back and stand by. LGBTQ community, stand by. Hmm. Well, next, let's queer up the world. Prince Harry watched Trump-Biden debate comments on hate speech. Watch this. As we approach this November, it's vital that we reject hate speech, misinformation, and online negativity. So as we work to reimagine the world around us, let's challenge ourselves to build communities of compassion. Tonight reminds us of how important it is to watch out for each other, to care for each other, and to inspire each other. In a strange moment last night after the presidential debate, the tone and substance of the heated exchanges created anxiety for many Americans and non-Americans alike. Meghan Markle and her husband, Prince Harry, posted on social media a call for civility. Of great note, Prince Harry, not able to vote in the November 3rd election, specifically called out hate speech by name and addressed his growing concerns of its use in social media. Next, we queer up gay culture. 43% of LGBTQ have experienced workplace discrimination, new survey, so, survey shows. A new survey conducted by Equality Virginia found that 43% of the LGBTQ community have experienced discrimination in the workplace because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. More than half of respondents said they had experienced street harassment. 62% said they experienced discrimination firsthand for their identity and 89% said they know someone who has experienced discrimination. The survey is likely a snapshot for other states and how LGBTQ Americans can be discriminated against. Well, tonight, let's catch up on all the news surrounding COVID-19 with our segment we call Quarantine Quickies. 
The first story tonight is our daily reporting of the coronavirus facts, especially important to the LGBTQ community. First, we report on coronavirus case numbers based on the standard acceptance of 7% of the LGBTQ community. The world's LGBTQ COVID-19 cases now stand at a staggering 2,361,249, while America's LGBTQ COVID-19 cases stand at 516,000 482. We remind our community that America is ground zero of the pandemic. The USA is just 4.4% of the world's population, and today America is 21.9% of all of the world's cases. Next, we report on coronavirus deaths. The world's LGBTQ COVID-19 deaths now stand at, again, a staggering 70,665, while America's LGBTQ COVID-19 deaths are closing in on 15,000 at 14,785 in the U.S. The United States is 20.9% of all of the world's deaths. Next, quarantine quickies. World's largest LGBTQ employer has massive COVID-19 layoff. Are gay days over? Watch this. Today, Disney announced that it will be laying off about 28,000 domestic employees at its parks, experiences, and other divisions, basically divisions including Disneyland, Disney World, their vacations uh, people, folks who work in their vacations, their cruises, um, and also folks who work in their consumer products department. But like I said, the closures of Disneyland, Disney World, they really played big into this decision. And it has really been tense here, especially in California. The gayest and happiest place on earth is a lot less happy this week after Disney announced it would be laying off 28,000 staffers from its parks division. The news was particularly hard on the LGBTQ community as Walt Disney Parks and Entertainment is generally considered to be the largest queer employee company in the world. The effects on Central Florida community will be devastating. Disney has already lost $5 billion in 2020 due to the COVID-19 crisis. Disney is home to one of the largest queer celebrations on the planet, broadly called Gay Days, during the first weekend in June. It's already been canceled twice in 2020, but plans are still in place for 2021. I actually worked at Walt Disney World for 11 and a half years, and the past two days have been heartbreaking as all my old coworkers and friends are getting the letter or have family who are getting the letter or the email saying that they don't have a job anymore, sometimes after decades of working there. You know, uh, we have reported hundreds of stories since Q News Tonight began on January 6, 2020, hundreds of COVID-19 stories. For the LGBTQ community, this is probably the most significant affecting story outside of COVID itself for our community. This is the largest LGBT employer in the world, and it really is our psychological heart, not only here in Florida, we always joke uh, here in South Florida, the gayest place on planet Earth, but this is going to ripple effect through our entire tourism economy, our Florida economy, our South Florida economy, and who's going to take it on the chin is the LGBTQ community. Very sad news today. 
You know, as sad as this news is, I can't help but remember so many of my gay days in my past <laughs> yeah. and hope for better and brighter futures yeah. for Disney and our LGBTQ community. Yeah. Come on, vaccine. <laughs> Happening Out Television Network, including Queer News Tonight, will sponsor the National LGBTQ Vote 2020 Debate and Smackdown on Friday, October 16th at 7.30 p.m. live. The debate will feature some of the greatest LGBTQ conservative voices in America from hashtag walkaway and Americans for Trump, including founder Brandon Strzok. They'll debate the vote 2020 issues with liberal hosts from Gay Town Hall. You can participate in person at the event being held in the gayest place on planet Earth here in South Florida, or you can participate in the event live virtually. It'll be an outstanding opportunity to make the decision for November 3rd. The National LGBTQ Vote 2020 Debate and Smackdown will be moderated by Queer News Tonight anchor Al Ferguson. Well, can I just say that uh, when I host Vote 2020 uh, with hashtag walkaway and Americans for Trump uh, in this national uh, virtual and in-person event, Gosh, I hope I do better than Chris Wallace did last night. <laughs> well, I just yes, hope I hope I do so better. too. <laughs> <laughs> but if I know any of the guests who will be coming on that represent the conservative voice of the LGBTQ community, I think you're going to have a hard time, Al. And let's just hope that power is not on the other side. Can I can I order another bottle of wine now? <laughs> I, I got a case in the mail. I, I can't okay? wait to see uh, Taisha and Brandon Strzok go at it because that's just going to be like Clash of the Titans. Oh, dear. All right. I've got a little anxiety already. <laughs> Social distancing has been an important part, as we move on tonight, of our lives for months now. Tonight's photo essay uh, celebrates the top 10 LGBTQ movies that are available to stream now on Netflix. Let us know if we missed your favorite. Hope you enjoy it. Watch this. These are the 10 best LGBTQ movies you can stream right now on Netflix, presented by Queer News Tonight. Number 10. I Am Divine. This documentary explores the life and work of filmmaker John Waters's muse. Internationally celebrated drag superstar Divine. Number 9. Hurricane Bianca. From Russia with Hate. When Texas teacher Richard is lured to Russia under false pretenses by his enemy Deb, his drag alter ego Bianca soon turns the country upside down. Number 8. Tig. This documentary tells the story of lesbian comedian Tig Notaro, who turns a breast cancer diagnosis into a powerful comedy set. Number 7. A Secret Love. From producer Ryan Murphy, A Secret Love uncovers two women's romantic relationship, spanning across decades of secrecy. Number 6. Philadelphia. The Tom Hanks film is so much more than another AIDS tale that ends in tragedy. It's possibly the most powerful performance Hanks has ever given, and it sheds an incredibly important light on an epidemic that the American government largely turned a blind eye to. Number 5. Alex Strangelove. This starts out like any other teen movie. High schooler Alex Trulove wants to lose his virginity to his girlfriend. But this one has a twist. He ends up meeting Elliot and falling for him. Number 4. The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. A lot of people have heard about Marsha P. Johnson. Particularly as the rumored thrower of the first brick at Stonewall. But few people know the story of her death and how many believe it was unfairly ruled a suicide. Number 3. 
Circus of Books is a documentary about the West Hollywood bookstore of the same name that became the largest U.S. distributor of gay porn in the 1980s. Number 2. To Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. This is a great 90s classic. Three New York drag queens on their way to Hollywood for a beauty pageant, get stranded in a small Midwestern town when their car breaks down. And number 1. Moonlight. Moonlight is hard to sum up into a sentence. It's better described as a list of words, breathtaking, visceral, touching, devastating. The story of a young black gay man growing was handily the most powerful film of 2016. This has been 10 best LGBTQ movies you can stream right now on Netflix. Share your other recommendations in the live comment thread. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Well, Jared Curry did that. Congratulations. Yeah, that that's was an great. Excellent photo essay. Happening on Television Network is broadcasting on our brand new set in partnership with Sunshine Cathedral, the world's largest queer church right here in Fort Lauderdale in Wilton Manors, Florida. We always joke, and all you have to do is look around this table or watch It's Happening Out tonight, <laughs> uh, that this is the gayest place on planet Absolutely. Earth. Absolutely. Our support of their Sunday celebration is the largest LGBTQ religious broadcast in the entire world every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, and it is completely live. We encourage you to tune in. Sunshine Cathedral is my queer church. Watch this. is my queer church well we'd also i love that we'd <laughs> like to thank our set designer concepto modern living here in fort lauderdale for making this set in this amazing queer church campus possible all right here we go we end tonight's broadcast with the big finish short story mentions of lgbtq news or news with a gay perspective so here we go first on queer news tonight's the big finish teen wolf Tyler Posey is on OnlyFans. Let's take a peek. Okay. Great. The world is on fire, literally. And you think I care about Tyler Posey? He can get naked, join Bella Thorne, and bring his guitar for all I care. I'm focused on the election in November. <laughs> it's, it's ironic because he's actually Bella Thorne's ex, so they both just want to go in there and steal the money from the poor working class people. Teen Wolf Naked. I wonder what the privileged white gay guy is getting ready to say. Hmm. No. Here goes. <laughs> America, you are so damn sexist and hypocritical. Let him know, Al. Bella Thorne got creamed for the exact same thing. In fact, we piled on her at Queer News Tonight, at least in joke, much of what was said about her and OnlyFans turned out not to be completely even true. And on behalf of Q, sorry, Bella, 
but Posey's $14.95 a month got 5,000 subscribers in the first day and hardly a word was said about it. He's a guy. That's the reason we're frequently sexist. By the way, his two most tipped photos were of his feet. <laughs> so America is sexist and kinky. Recommendation, leave the money on OnlyFans for the sex workers that need the money a hell of a lot more than Disney stars. Mm -hmm. The big finish. The Boys Town banners to be removed because nickname makes some in the LGBTQ community feel unwelcome? Uh, maybe I'm missing the point, but quite frankly, I always know this Chicago neighborhood as Boys Town. In a matter of fact, I have some great memories. Yeah, well, I'll save that for another episode. <laughs> I personally think it should be more inclusive. As a matter of fact, they can call it Queer Town and invite Queer News Tonight to broadcast from there. All right. Well, really, Chicago? Really? This is so ignorant. Cancel culture comes to the gay community. Who's behind this overwhelming need to be overwhelmingly inclusive? Why have LGBTQ? If we wanted to be overwhelmingly inclusive, why couldn't we have stayed with homosexual as our identification from the 1970s, or gay in the 1990s, or queer in the 21st century? Instead, we had to be the alphabet. Lesbians, are you offended by a 50-year-old neighborhood called Boys Town? Not me. Bisexuals. Did we leave you out somehow because you were only having sex with us half of the time? Hmm. Trans people, do you cancel both boys and girls? Look, this silliness has to stop. Racism, sexism, transphobia, xenophobia is not the same as sexual orientation. So go ahead, cancel the Boys Town neighborhood in Chicago. It is not a reflection of hate, but as identity, and mm. we're losing it. Wow. The big finish. Trump spends $70,000 on, on his hair? LGBTQ asks, uh. why not just supercuts and just for men? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I could care less about his headpiece. I'd, I'd like to know who he owes $421 million to, and so should the rest of America, including the LGBT community. Is it just me, or are we superficial? <laughs> I don't know about superficial, but I think this is super fishy. You know, <laughs> gay men who are closet often have a beard, a woman who hides who they really are. I bet you this haircut is uh, a prostitute. Ooh. So, Stormy ooh. Daniels 2.0. <laughs> Why, Eric's the gay one in the, in the family. <laughs> uh, the jokes. The jokes. I have some questions. First, how did he spend $70,000 on that? Hair? I mean, really. How can someone <laughs> that has made no money in the last 15 years <laughs> at all afford $70,000 on that hair? How can he spend more money on that hair than 84% of all Americans make in total salary in a year? Also, I am pretty sure that Supercuts will do it for free between now and January 19, 2021, so that his hair can just look fabulous for Joe Biden's inauguration. Uh. Oh, P.S. Just a little secret. 
just for men has a special color that has been tested <laughs> for the president and they're going to roll it out to the American market just in time for October. The color is called pumpkin spice. Oh boy. The big finish. Expect plagues of locusts as climate change gets worse, say scientists. Hey, listen, the end of the world is coming. <laughs> you know, I'm a practical person. Locusts, crickets, grasshoppers, they are really good dosed in chocolate. And world hunger. Jared Curry, can we look at that picture closely again, please? Just one more moment. America, look closely. We are the wheat. Those things feeding on us are the old white men and proud boys. You can clearly see their leader. After the debate in Cleveland, climate change, or climate change is the least of our problems. The big finish. Deborah Lee Furness lampoons mean-spirited rumors her husband Hugh Jackman is secretly gay. Duh. <laughs> I, I always enjoy the quote from Will and Grace. I've heard Hugh Jackman has a huge Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about gay men fantasizing, by the way, David just did that, about every man being gay? Yeah. He doesn't have to be gay to sit on my face. It can be harmless fun if it's harmless fun. But this is probably why white and especially brown and black straight men have had so much trouble in history with gay men. So when Wolverine's wife comes out to his rescue, we all get her joke. She said, love the compliment, back off my man. Uh -oh. And then <laughs> the razor sharp blades came out to enforce it. We find out who the real Wolverine is in the Jackman family. Mm. Mm. Very sexy. The big finish. Who is behind the pumpkin spice lobby? They deserve a raise. And what's with pumpkin spice craft mac and cheese? <laughs> oh my God. This is totally a white person thing. Okay. <laughs> I, my wife loves pumpkin spice and it's just, it seems to be a trend with all of the white people who I know. <laughs> I have not heard this conversation or this obsession with the pumpkin from anyone in my brown or black community. Did you just it's say like, white you guys privilege? Yeah. What? What is it? They, also knows basic. Do you have more access to pumpkin or something? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, pumpkin is okay. I'm not a fan of pumpkin spice. Having lived in New England, this time of year is all about apple cider and apple pie for me. Mm, All I can I say love is apples. bah humbug. <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong holiday. <laughs> Who likes this shit anyway? If pumpkin, sub, uh, if pumpkin spice was so damn great, why wouldn't it exist in February or July? Mm. It's not. They don't. Uh. Next, pumpkin is not a spice. As near as I can tell, it's only a bland color. And that's all. I had enough of that bland color at the presidential debate last night. Next, pumpkin is in the squash family. Who likes squash? Wait, wait. With a possible exception <laughs> of a, a chef. You're a fat man and a chef next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh -oh. A squash is the Donald Trump of vegetables. Uh-oh. Everyone hates it, but because we are so lazy, if that squash walked out into the middle of Fifth Avenue and killed some... Well, <laughs> you get the joke. In the middle of October, especially. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, as near as I can tell, the only thing the pumpkin is good for in the LGBTQ community is just once a year, once, 
entering from the bottom, and it is possible to get elbow deep in the gooey innards. <laughs> but if that's your thing, visuals. <laughs> if that's your thing, I don't judge. Well, that's today's news for the LGBTQ community on the world's first daily LGBTQ evening news show. Remember, if it's important to the LGBTQ community, it's important to Queer News Tonight. But you must help us. Click subscribe on YouTube and share this news. We are literally out of the closet and into the headlines. And this is the only source of live LGBTQ news in the entire world. Your community needs your support. Where do you get to talk about pumpkin spice? I know, <laughs> fisting pumpkins too. Oh. <laughs> but you're not alone. We'll get through this crisis. We are here with you. And this is Queer News Tonight. Thank you for joining us. I'm Al Ferguson, and on behalf of Chef Josie and David Hopkins, we'll see you daily. <laughs> A little shiny there. Uh, we'll see you daily and tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Good night, America. Good night.